This episode is dedicated to the memory of Heather Hope Harris. She was one of the strongest, smartest, most caring, unselfish individuals I've ever met. From Matt, Mia, and everyone on the show, we love you, and we already miss you. Now on to the episode. Welcome, ladies and germs, to the world-infamous A Week Late Podcast. I am your host, Analysis489, a.k.a. Darren Torres. Welcome to the show. It is a show where I review movies fashionably late, in this case, TV show, fashionably late. This is going to be episode number 96 for all the new listeners Welcome for all the returning listeners. Welcome back. This is going to be the second episode of Voltron Legendary Defender. Um, We're going to try to knock two out in the next couple weeks for you guys because it's been 25 days since we posted the first episode. We wanted to give you guys some time to listen, and you have. Thank you for that. I want to shout out uh, Stephanie from SoundCloud for listening. Uh, Eric W., for listening, and what's the other guy? Headshot. Well, that's you, isn't it? Headshot. <laughs> yeah. Shout-outs to Headshot. <laughs> also, joining me once again is my co-host and good friend... Do we just call you Headshot from now on? Randy. Uh, yeah, let's do Randy. My SoundCloud profile is Headshot. He has actually some really cool shit that you showed me. Um, I exchanged MC Front a lot for Michelangelo. A good trade. It was. It was. I like Michelangelo. Go listen to him. Check him out on SoundCloud. Uh, we don't know him yet, but Randy has some back and forth with his music. Go check it out. It's like eight bit video game hip hop theme. Dubstep. Music, dubstep. Like it's yeah, it's he's... it's pretty cool. And if you guys know anything about MC Front a lot, it's like basically what they call nerdcore. So it's it's hardcore rap, but talking about nerd shit. Which is very much what we do here on this show. So, basically, for the new listeners, this is the first portion of the uh, episode where we go in without having seen the episode. Feel free to go onto Netflix and add Voltron Legendary Defender uh, to your queue and then watch and listen along as we review episode by episode for Voltron. This is going to be episode two. The title... Of this episode, does it say? Yes, it does, and it is. We're on Netflix right now. The title of this episode is Some Assembly Required. First of all, thanks, Randy, for coming back and, and doing this uh, with me. Happy to do it. It's called Some Assembly Required, and basically we'll read the description of the show, um, go back and listen to the, to the first episode. I'm not going to reintroduce what we're doing every single time especially since before you even click on it, you know what we're talking about. So if you want a breakdown of how exactly we're doing all of this, go back and listen to episode 95, 
It's only an hour long, and we cover the first episode, obviously. That's an hour long. So since each episode now boils down to about 22, 23 minutes, we're going to try to knock two reviews out per week on the production side and then release them for you guys way closer than 25 days apart because basically you want to get through this as quick as possible so you're not waiting for us to watch it with us. Does that make sense? That makes sense. All right. We appreciate you following along. I mean, you, you, can, you can binge if you want. That way you're ahead of the curve so when we start talking about it, listen however you want. The second portion is basically us pausing the episode in real time. We'll watch the show, at which point you can do the same, and then come back and listen to us uh, spoil it and rate it. So the description for this episode reads thusly. Well, first of all, I want to say to Eric W. from SoundCloud and what's the other guy's name? Stephanie? No. Nigel? Nigel. Thank you for liking and I think some of you reposted as well. That helps out a lot more than you know. So I want to give a shout out to you guys for uh, paying attention. We really appreciate that. Uh, It takes a lot for us to do this on our own time and to like sync up our schedules and stuff like that. So the simple fact that you guys are out there listening Um, I know I joke about it being a small number, but uh, I made a promise back in the day, as long as people were listening, I was going to keep recording as long as it it stayed fun. So thank you guys for making it actually mean something. You want one? You can have one. No, I was just checking if yours was... Is it? Where am I at? Too full. So for the new listeners, you know, this is a not safe for work podcast. So if you're listening at work, that's great, but put headphones on because uh, eventually... Uh, I mean, we, we sit here and uh, we drink adult beverages, so after, if something pisses me off, you're probably going to hear a couple F-bombs, or I, sometimes I just say it for fun. Which makes it better for work, but the headphones are key. Right. Uh, I don't want to get you fired when we talk about, like, you know, robot abortions or whatever's about to happen in this episode. So <laughs> Hitting it early in episode two, robot abortions. Robot abortions. Some assembly um, required, which makes me wonder how they're going to... So you want to recap maybe uh, from the first episode? Uh, I don't want to go too much into it. Go go watch. But basically, we're at a part where the whole team's been introduced. Um, they're now realizing that they've been dubbed the Defenders of the Universe. Each member is synced or linked yep. up with their particular At this point, lion. they are mentally synced. The lions are mentally synced to their paladins. I believe we're going to start yeah. getting into the I think terminology. the paladins is the... Is that what it is? humans. Yeah. The yep, human pilots are the up. paladins, and they so get right. mentally synced with their lion. Um, there's a there's an interesting, a particular, particularly interesting storyline that they're doing with the red lion that I really like, is that the paladin is just as stubborn as the robot, so they're going to clash heads more than any of the other fighters will. I think. Yep. The temp- um, temperaments are the same. The red lion and his. They're both very stubborn, paladin. sometimes yep. lazy. Uh, they wait till the last second to fucking pull shit yeah. off. Um, so I like the dynamics of the relationships between not only each paladin as a team member, but also they have a relationship with their respective robots, and the robots have a relationship with each other as well. So it's very sort of, you got that family theme going on that we've been talking about a lot lately. Um, and I know it's just a cartoon, but that shit gets deep. Yeah, it's a good dynamic to go... It gives you a couple options if it does hit season two. 
Oh, I hope it dynamics, does. They, but... they have to have it picked up already. Yeah. Maybe during the break when we when we watch, I'll pull up to see if they're doing a season two. They have to have picked there it up go. already. It's really good. Mm. But I also like how... And then we're going to talk some Comic-Con news in the second oh, portion as well. Unless great. you want to talk about it now. I love Comic-Con. Oh, nobody wants to come back after the break and listen to Comic-Con. <laughs> they want it now. Uh, I finish, want it your now. Thought, finish your thought first, and then we'll talk about some Comic-Con news. But I also like the Red Lion. You know, he's stubborn, and, and so is his paladin. Mm-hmm. But it also makes it easier to, to take that each lion has a different ability or excels at a different yeah. ability. Because that's not from the original. They're unique know. in their own way. Yeah. And I think The Paladins from right. before had personalities, like, oh, the smart guy and the tough guy. But it didn't really translate as the much fat to guy, the guy, you know, yeah. the fat guy has armor that kind of matches his persona. Yeah. His, his robot's a little chunkier yeah. than all the other ones. He yeah. can, he's the one that is sort of used as the, the lion shield, the lion robot shield, if you will. I was going to say human shield, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> You know, he'll actually get in the way of oncoming, you know, barrage yeah. to help out. That That's like his unique ability is to take take one for the team, basically. Yeah. And not in a good way. Yeah. And I like how they built all those up and then introduced you to, yeah. you know, the controversial one, the red one. Right. And so. also, um, we have some comic relief with, uh, I really got to start learning their names because I don't really want to call him the fat one. I know he's a fictitious character, but that's still kind of mean. He's crying. <laughs> he's crying somewhere. Oh, the fat one's crying. <laughs> so, and then, like, the interesting the interesting thing is, no female paladin. No, and I, I, I thought for we sure had to, the princess was Didn't we new. talk about that, that there was a fucking pink yeah. lion, or did we get there mixed was. up with, no with Power Rangers? There was, for real. I had to ha- that can't be a, fu- a fucking no, thing, right? Because I looked it up. I've got some old episodes downloaded from PlayStation Store uh-huh. onto my actual hard drive on the PlayStation. There's a pink, you know, paladin. Yep. And it does she also she have was, a pink lion or no? Am I making that up? I think it is. Like right? Dang it! It's been yeah. I'm sure of it. My old ass memory, man. I I don't know. If we're wrong, let us know in the comments. Below. Yeah, um, hit us up. Okay. We were expecting we were expecting a little bit more feedback from you guys, and I'm not complaining because we got some likes and reposts, and I really appreciate that. But I did ask you guys to email fans dot a week late at gmail dot com if you had any you know comments or suggestions that we you know there's a podcast that I listen to. They call it Corrections and Omissions. I'm not going to call it that, but for the lack of a better term, if you have something that we left out or if we missed something completely, just email us or tweet at a week late. Let us know. And we actually read them. We read everything that we comes do. through. Everything. Randy is basically, he knows that I spend my spare time at my local watering hole not, not, not working. <laughs> Almost every single time, the guy on the laptop there is me. And I'm actually accomplishing more than anybody else at that place because I'm actually getting work done. It's a good atmosphere for work. But, um, and so, yeah, we do check them. We, 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 see, we see every single one. Um, as a matter of fact, I spend most of my time there actually answering direct messages that I get on Twitter um, following people back, thanking them for following. So, what is your Twitter account, by the way? We have a few. You were talking about the one for the podcast. Yep. It's at a week late. 
on Twitter, and a week late podcast on Facebook. Um, you can hit us up there. You can email fans.aweeklate at gmail.com to talk to us. We're available. So they got no We're excuse not no to excuses. hit us up. Um, even if there's only going to be 17 of you listening, we can have quite quite a grand old conversation with the 19 of us, the 20 of us, whatever, however many people. And hopefully you guys can help us um, sort of grow the podcast because we do have a lot of plans just based on this podcast project. We can't talk about it right now because right now it's kind of just in development, but it all is actually dependent on the fans. So as long as there's one play, we'll keep going. I will anyway. So it sounds to me like you're calling out Stephanie, Stephanie, Eric W., W., Nigel, Nigel, all you guys. Calling all of them out. My voice just cracked. All you guys. (laughs) That's that's how threatening I am. All you guys better get to it or I'll just find you and I'll hurt you. That's right. Don't make him find you guys. Just Actually, I already did because we're shouting you out. So we said we would. We did. We see you. We appreciate it. We, we like it. So, I was going to say something, but I forgot, so I'm just going to read the description. Princess Alora puts the paladins through training when they start to lose their focus. They'll need to cooperate to learn how to form Voltron, which they already have, but it's just like anything else. Probably, you know, if I was in command of a giant robot, I'd probably have to practice at it before I became a really good pilot. You know? Maybe. No. <laughs> Maybe. So is that, after what we've already said, mm-hmm. some un- unplanned foreshadowing, so are they going to butt heads, the team with the red lion here? Yeah, I going to have mean, to make up at the end? That's to, kind of a spoiler, but... It's unknown. No it's, it, yeah, yet. I guess not. They, they did it in the description in a way where they're, still, they're telling you what's going on in the episode, but not really. They're kind of vague. But it says to learn how to form Voltron. They've already done it. Mm-hmm. They basically have to fly in a formation, right? Yep. We saw in the first episode. The cool streaming colors yep. behind them. And then, what, just pray and hope real hard? How does that work? <laughs> That's what I was saying for my first day. I want to see the transition from flying their lions mm-hmm. to how, you know, or flying their home ship, if you will. Yeah. To getting into their lions to forming Voltron. Oh, yeah. We still haven't seen that. How's the sequence going to go that... Do they just automatically... Because they used to show it, you know. Yeah. The line would change a little, and then a shaft would come out, and it'd yep. sink up. And it was it was awesome. Yeah, we didn't see that in the first episode so, at all. Uh, mostly maybe because... Maybe we want. Yeah, mostly because they were finding their lions and pairing up with them. Sinking, the red one was being a dick. Rather, yeah. A stubborn dick. And then, you know, last minute... I think he, hate the red one. Isn't he? Isn't he called Hunk? The, the, the yellow one? one? Isn't he Hunk or Chunk or something like that? Chunk. It's Chunk. chunk. So I, I guess, remember Chunk and the. I hated the green one as a kid, and I still kind of do. <laughs> uh, the green one is the nerdy one, right? Yeah, Pidge, I like, like him, but he's too nerd. Like he just can't be smart and cool. He's like techie, he's gotta be yeah, like he's like douchebag yeah. and smart. He's like douchebag first. He's like the one. He's like the only one on the team playing Pokemon Go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, no. <laughs> Hit us up on We hate Pokemon Go. Well, now you just alienated the 17 people that listen because they probably all play Pokemon Go. <laughs> Everybody's out of here. Oh, no. But you have Pikachu, right? Do I? Mm-hmm. No. Oh. 
Oh, I thought we were playing just being facetious. About no, it. you oh. do you are you playing? No, <laughs> that would no, be hilarious. No. <laughs> I mean, hey, whatever makes you happy, man. The previous host he's, he's judged um, me as he looks at me, you guys. So I'm saying no. Jason, who used to host the show, was a huge Pokemon fan. I was like, why, dude? How old are you? But you know what? If you grew up with that part of anime, I'm not judging you, man. I understand. I just I just don't understand it. I understand I don't the get concept. It. But it's the card just, games and the, and the fucking catching shit, it's just an excuse for them to sell you massive amounts of this <laughs> garbage that doesn't exist. I don't get it. But marketing's is, brilliant. Is there anything else, though? Everything else? I mean, we're, we're consuming media on a daily basis, yeah. so who the fuck am I to it's see? It's just our format. We like. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I'm, for, I'm almost 40, and I'm watching fucking cartoons on a Saturday with, with yeah. my friend. Hell yeah, we <laughs> You are. know, it's like, what, I don't know. So for what, those of you that play Those people are telling them. me to fucking grow up. Final Fantasy, mm. particularly Final Fantasy VIII. We're used Final to the Fantasy. card games. Yeah, I guess so. The, how, tur- the turn-based RPGs. Yeah, how beneficial and, you know, everybody gets their ass kicked at the beginning and you finally get up there. I mean, if- I see it with Pokemon. I just don't want my cards to be like little fuzzy creatures that I have to That's what I don't get. evolve into something badass finally. That's what I don't get. Which is where the grinding part of the RPG comes from. But In a way... With we the, spent too much time on Pokemon. No, that's so okay. This, it's all right. Because we're, we're going to transition into Comic-Con. We're going to do it before oh, and not after. Because I don't, want, commercial them, I don't break? want them to wait. Yeah. Before um, the commercial break. Before the commercial break. Ooh. Before the intermission, uh, which is done by my good friend Aaron Bond, uh, the dubstep music you hear at the beginning and the end and in the middle are all done by him. So shout-outs to him for that. Uh, you can actually hit him up. I believe it's... 489 underscore DFS. That is our Daily Fantasy Sports page. I believe Randy here is going to be doing some articles, but that's the Twitter account for now. And then we're actually going to get Randy set up on a Twitter account because right now the only social he does is uh, SoundCloud. And they don't really have that many social aspects besides liking and reposting. So what about Mr. Bond and I, if we try to get our own fantasy teams together? We could have like a little head-to-head... Oh, yeah, that would be good, actually. If he likes the fantasy football, I'll do the fantasy football. I'll do the fantasy football. Yeah? And we'll have, like, you know, three-way. I I won't. We'll have have a three-way. Competition. I don't... (sighs) It's only weekly. Yeah, I know, but... by Thursday. The thing is, the thing is with that, and and I don't want to get into, like, a whole... uh, I don't want to get into, like, a whole different sports section here, because that really alienates everyone. You're allowed to be a sports nerd, though. Yeah. You're allowed to be a sports Dang, nerd. Dang, we were headed into Comic-Con. We though. were. We were. Um, Should we fear from Challenging Bond? Yeah, we'll talk about that later, but check that out, because there's also um, other 489 entertainment stuff under the umbrella that we're doing, and the webpage is awesome. focusing on just one thing, we're trying to get everything else out there, but we're only two people, so... Where can they find all this info? 489entertainment.com. Oh, that's easy. 489entertainment.com. The numbers 489, the word entertainment, a dot, and a com. Let me write this down. 489entertainment.com. You can also go to fenentertainment.com. That's F-E-N? F-E-N entertainment.com. That is um, all the music stuff that we share. If you guys have music submissions that we can actually get with the said artist or musician, we can work something out to put their content on our page, try to drive more traffic to their songs, a little bit more exposure, and then possibly have them on a weekly podcast for an interview, because we've done music interviews with bands before, and when I say we, I mean me. (laughs) 
But uh, you know, I have a lot of friends and 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 that are that are in the music industry. They're DJs, they're lead singers, they're bassists, they're guitarists, they're drummers, and you know, what better way to lift each other up through shameless self-promotion that some certain certain people are condemning us for? Uh, but if you don't talk about it yourself, who's going to talk about it, right? You guys are. You have to help us out. So that being said, Comic Con Comic Con news. Do you know of any without looking it up, or should I start Googling? Because I have something that I want to talk about. Okay, go ahead. Speaking of Netflix, which is how we're watching uh, Voltron Legendary Defender, you can go to Google. My big thing is the upcoming Netflix series from Marvel that are coming, and I can't fucking wait. Jessica Jones is already a thing on Netflix. Have you seen Shit, I've that? I've seen it some. I haven't, I haven't binged on it, but I've seen it. I'm fairly aware of it. Yeah, I have to say and, the same. Um, I started. I gotta say, it. like the actress almost ruined it for me at the me beginning. Me too. And mm. that's just my own being a dick, judging it too early. But you I know why? didn't watch it because I don't that. like her because she was the girl from Don't Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment Twenty Three. Have is you that seen where that I know show? Her from? Yes. I don't. I don't know. I don't. There's something about her. Oh man. Yeah. There is. Something I really. About I don't want to. I don't want to like. I always feel like when I'm. I don't want to talk ill of her because I don't know her as a person. No. So I, I bet you she's a great human being. But as an actress, there's something off about her that 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 rubs me the wrong way. Yep. And I can't watch her for more than like thirty or forty minutes at a time. Yep. God, so that's... I'm only on like episode three with Jessica Jones, but I know okay. I have to keep going. Because, and this isn't really a spoiler, but I'm going to spoiler alert, spoiler alert it anyway. Luke Cage is introduced to the Marvel Universe through the Jessica Jones series. And at Comic-Con this week, they announced Luke Cage is getting his own series. And it's the same actor as it is in Jessica Jones, which it has to be. Because continuity. continuity has to be there. Marvel is really aiming towards that. And continuity is something that DC hasn't really grasped yet. Because there's a different actor in the new, which Justice League trailer just came out, Comic-Con as well. And there's a different actor playing Green Arrow in the movie than there is on TV. And that is not okay anymore. In this day and age, why don't you get that fucking... He's great. I love the Green Arrow on TV. He's, yeah. It's like one of those shows that I watched, like season five or whatever the latest season was was kind of terrible, and they admit that, but it had nothing to do with the actors. The actors nailed it every time. They can only work with what they got, you know? Yeah. And DC hasn't really found a way to make this all cohesive yet. Which kills me. I love DC. That's why I'm me too. super stoked about Suicide Squad and mm. and all the Marvel things. You know, it's good, but I'm, I want some old school DC, like, good. Me like, too, man. You know? Like, I really liked Man of Steel. What, yeah. What, what um... What Chris was... Nolan did with with Superman, I, yeah. I liked it a lot. Do I do I think that Batman vs Superman was a great standalone film? No, I see it as a sequel to Man of Steel, and no one else sees it that way. Uh, you watched Batman vs Superman yet? No, you haven't seen it. I haven't. When you watch, I heard it, the podcast from oh, weeklate.podcast.com. It's a weeklate.com. Yeah, you can go to weeklate.com for all that shit. But and it wasn't one I was too excited about even. And as wow. DC, those are the two. Like, People were saying it's not a sequel, that you can go watch this as a standalone movie. And I agree, because any good movie should be 
set up to where you can watch it by itself without having to watch its yep. eight previous fucking parts. Yeah. But in this case, not so much, man. Like, you really don't understand what the fuck Zod is doing there unless you watched Man of Steel to begin with. And I'm not spoiling anything. Anybody who's seen it knows what the fuck I'm talking about. It's just, it boggles my mind why, and I get it, they don't have the rights fully, like Marvel's been spending the past decade really getting everything under one umbrella to make sure they own the rights for everything. Look what happened to, to Spider-Man in Avengers Civil War. Yeah, love Spider-Man. They had to take that, they had to take those rights back from Sony and be like, everything you saw before, forget it, because this is the new Spider-Man that we have now. And I liked both the iterations of the Spider-Man back then. Mm. I like I like it better when the girlfriend is Mary Jane, right? <laughs> Mary Jane, but I, Gwen Stacy's good too. But yeah, yeah, it, yeah, I didn't think those movies were terrible. I they really were, didn't. No, they were good um, shows. And Toby so now, Ma- Toby uh, requires my fucking Spider Man, but yeah. Andrew Garfield did a damn good job. He was cool too. He was like you know, not the normal science nerd. Right. He was kind of like the cool nerd. A lot of mistakes in writing. And those that's kind of hard to get with Spider Man. Yeah. But so anyway, at Comic-Con this week, Luke Cage was introduced. Luke Cage was introduced. The trailer looks great. How also, does that strike you as introducing him in Jessica Jones where... I love I'm, it. I'm, does a lot of the audience feel like us and I didn't know? Because I haven't even got that yes, far into it. you have to definitely do your research so to know that. Is that going to kill that shit? Like, I don't know, man. Gonna um, how's that I gonna think it, I think it was a mistake to do a Jessica Jones standalone because... Let us know if you feel the same about this actress. Yeah, we I, should know her name, but we don't. Um, her name, I actually know. Her last name is Ritter. The dark-haired girl? Christine, Christine Ritter, I believe. Wow, that's pretty good. I didn't even look that up. And if it's not, we're sorry, Christine. Follow um, us in I know it's but, Ritter. She's, she, if I'm not mistaken, she is the daughter of John Ritter. Whoa. The comedian that passed yeah. away recently. That's her. Super funny guy. Kristen. Kristen I said Christine. It's Kristen. Oh. K-R-Y-S-T-E-N Ritter. Christina Ritter just got slammed with hate mail. <laughs> oh. So Kristen Ritter, um, I'm sorry, but I don't know. There's, I don't know if it's her look, because she's a pretty girl. It's not, yeah. It has nothing to do with that. She acts, um, I mean, she, her skills are there. I don't know what it is She's got the skills. I, there's just something. I don't know what it is. I wish I did. Me too. I wish I did. Me too, because then I could get over it. Yeah, um, I believe, and I if let I'm, us know if you feel the same way. I because I really want to know. Is it just me? Yeah, and I don't know. It can't be. Is, is he it, rubbing off on me? And now I'm just like, oh, I'm all... <laughs> maybe. Yeah, my negativity is rubbing off on Randy, <laughs> and I don't mean that. But in, it's in nothing, a... and I and the bitch in apartment twenty three. I don't really associated um, with. So I don't know if this from that. I but watched I didn't one. Like it. I watched one episode, and uh, what's his face from Friday Night Lights is in that. What else has she been in? She's she been in a lot, dude. Let um, me pull up my database here. We're doing... Get the supercomputer we're doing from an, NASA. We're doing an IMDB on Kristen Ritter. I will find out whether she is the son of John Ritter. Or, or the not. daughter of John Ritter. Sorry. I just, we'll let you know. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, maybe, uh, maybe, she, maybe she went through some shit. I don't know. Um, how do I fucking close... Okay, here we go. Critically acclaimed... Turn as ah, that's why she's huge. She was on Breaking Bad. Ah, uh, and I have not watched that series at all. Maybe that's because uh, that gives you know. Then she was in. Doesn't paint people in the brightest light anyway. So 
Maybe that's where I'm stuck. I've never seen it, so I can't judge her off of that performance. I'm judging her off of... God, what else Oh, everybody's pissed. Let us know how pissed you are that Darren hasn't watched Breaking Bad. I know. Now now we're going to start getting email, really? Send us some hate mail. Um, He'll apologize to every one of you personally. And as... Please don't make me do that. (laughs) And as the titular character Chloe in Don't Trust the Bitch in Apartment 23 for ABC, Kristen stars in the Netflix series Marvel's Jessica Jones as the title character... A former superhero trying to overcome her... Next page. Reload. Overcome her dark past. She will also play Jessica Jones in the upcoming Netflix event miniseries, The Defenders. Which brings me to my next point. Ah. Iron Fist also has a trailer at Comic-Con. Also going to be on Netflix. Jessica Jones, the only reason she has her own show, and this is what's bringing me back, I'm answering your question, is because... Jessica Jones, Iron Fist, and Luke Cage make up the Defenders. Uh, so without her being in the series, they can't do a fucking Defenders show. Yep. So they wrote this as a way to introduce us to Luke Cage and Iron Fist. If they don't renew Jessica Jones as a standalone series, she's going to be in the Defenders anyway. Yep. That's pretty ballsy to plan that far ahead and so, hope it works at least long enough mm-hmm. that somebody gets it. So like, that could we'll have see. fucking crashed and burned so bad for all three of them. Iron Fist would have just been the name of that porno we've all seen. <laughs> instead of some cool comic book character. Yeah, so there's there's that. That's my that's my Comic-Con news. I'm sure there's more. But um, did you have something particular that you wanted? I just watched a few that, you know, that everybody knows about. But I do want to say the costumes this year at Comic-Con... Okay. So goddamn good. You've already seen some? I haven't seen they any. so good. Like, ah, I, so I'm amazing. impressed how much people dedicate. Oh, dude, I'm telling like, you, I want to do it. Like, I want to have a bad costume, show up to Comic-Con and, you know, show it off. But how the fuck are you going to spend that much time uh, on? I don't know, man. Other than going to Party City and buying some shit off the rack. Like, those people get... Super yeah. detail with it, man. And like, they're so good. Like, better than you could buy from... Oh, yeah. You know. Oh yeah, there's a girl I knew in um, Orlando, or a girl I know in Orlando rather. Her name is Angel. She's a professional cosplayer. Oh, she makes shit. some of the craziest shit I've ever seen, and she gets creative with it. I know Dude, she's I, probably not listening, but shout out to her. Yeah, I've got to say, like cosplay, if you dress up as Chun Li, yep, I'm losing my shit. <laughs> losing my shit. Yeah, so. there's something about Chun Li that gives it to not me. Eric W. His Chun Li's not that good. But that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I love it when they dress up as Chun Li. Everybody's seen Princess Leia. That's mm-hmm. played out. But yep. Dude, if you can pull out. Uh, Did you used to watch Veronica Mars at all? No, I'm not a douche. That's uh, Kristen Bell. I <laughs> didn't watch it, dude. I know who she is. Um, she, she was so Kristen Ritter was in that Veronica Mars. Oh, because I used to hate that show. Maybe that's where it's from. She's got a voice. She's a voice as Gina on the Cleveland Show. What? I love the, I, the animated I, I, I Cleveland hate, show. I hate the Cleveland show. I hate it. Oh, dude, it's funny. Yeah, you and Bob My name like is it, Cleveland but... Brown, and I am proud to The be... racism is really good on that <laughs> show. It's hilarious, but I get it already. You know what's funny is it's a show about black people. But that it's, it's that not black people for, don't watch, yeah. Yeah, it's not for black people. Right. It's like, you know. It's for actually, white stereo, but we think. Uh, my black nerd friends watch it. <laughs> Speaking of nerd, dude, I wanted to ask you for a while, which mm-hmm. is so off topic of Voltron, which is this episode we'll get back to shortly. <laughs> right. 
But have you ever seen an old school cartoon called Code Monkeys? It's super funny, dude. I think so, but there's also... Steve Wojnarowski was actually one of the voice actors in it. Really? Yeah, as himself. From from Apple? Yeah. Steve Woz. The the Woz. Really? Dude, and he's super funny in it. So maybe I have seen that because I could have sworn it's it's a show, right? Yeah, cartoon series. It's only like two or three years. But it's not that old, is it? It's it's dated now. It's out there? Yeah. Yeah. But there's huh. also another one I wanted you to watch, and we do the show off the cuff, which you can tell. Yeah, I so for the new listeners, the... yeah, this isn't anything that we wrote. We just basically sat down on a Saturday trying to put this together. It's it's all off the top of the head. Obviously, nothing scripted because we're all over the place. But I don't think we should have to apologize for that. I no, mean, you're listening. but I want to apologize for not having the name of this show right away oh, okay. that I wish I had, because it's a show about... Two guys in the IT department of this building. And so I know that British show. British space show. It's, it's, a, it's called the IT Crowd. Yeah, love it, dude. Have you Great ever show. Seen the yep. IT Crowd. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. It's one of my favorite <laughs> shows. But I've been wanting to ask you about the IT Crowd yes. and Code Monkeys yes, forever. Bro. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, it's good. I have to usually introduce people to IT Crowd. It's funny. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> dude. Especially so, if you're like computer nerds like us. You just get. I've, I, I used to work in IT, and it's exactly how they portray it. Yeah. In the show, like and they, I used to, work, they forget you're fucking there unless yeah. you need them. And I used to work and have to call IT, so I get that's what I oh, thought yeah. of those fuckers. Did you try? Hello, IT like, department. Yeah, I turned did, it off. Did you and try turning? Yeah, did you have you tried turning it back on and off again? I did that, and they're just like, "Oh, well, that's all we know how to do." <laughs> that's what we. Think well, of it. that's then, my training. So yeah. you're fucked. See you later, guys. And just like, ah, oh, fuck. So it's funny from both sides. Yeah. Of, you know. They basically are an IT department, and the company that they work in is getting downsized, so they get sent to the basement, and they get forgotten about, basically, and, and unless somebody needs them. So, like, there's this whole storyline based around, like, the bottom dwellers of this huge IT company. It's hilarious. And they talk about video games. They yep. have some cool props in the back, if you look. And, and it's a British show, so it's... There's a little bit of dry wit, but if you watch it twice... Like, watch the series and then watch it again, it's even better. Because you'll pick up on the little intricacies yeah, of each character. It is very British, so you do have to probably go back and watch it yeah, a second it's time. It's funny. It's funny at first, and then it's even funnier once you get it the second time. So those are our picks. Some of them had to do with Comic-Con. Some of them had absolutely nothing to do with Comic-Con. As a matter of fact, you could probably go on Netflix and watch the IT crowd. I think you can. There's Code a, Monkeys used uh, to be on Netflix. I don't know if it is anymore. I believe it's its own website. You can stream it now. And Go if CodeMonkeys.com or something like and that. If not, that sucks from Netflix. They take stuff off. They rotate it. Yeah. But Code Monkeys should never be off. And also a show called Noobs. N-O-O-B-Z. I never got, I never got to watch it, but I know what you're talking about. It's awesome. It's awesome. So, so there you go. Should we watch some Voltron? Let's watch some Voltron. You're going to hear some uh, intermission music from our boy Bond, as previously mentioned. And uh, after that, it's spoilers. After that, we'll do a spoiler Unleashed. countdown. And then um, you guys pause it after the intermission music. Go watch this episode with us so that when we come back and talk about spoilers, you're not pissed off at us. But we do have a countdown, so you know exactly when to stop listening. We'll be back for part two of episode 96 for Voltron Legendary Defender Season 1, Episode 2, Some Some Assembly assembly required. Required. Damn, that's a long-ass title. Whew. Thank you.
Yes, we are back. Loved it. Welcome back to part two, of episode ninety-six for Voltron Legendary. Ah, I was gonna, I was gonna try to nail it, and I fucked it up. Let's try that again. Take two. Boop. Uh, welcome back. No, I'm just kidding. Voltron Legendary Defender season one, episode two. Some uh, assembly required. Some assembly required. Very fitting title for this episode. Uh, dang, we uh, didn't hit on that. I just fucking figured that out. Sorry. So welcome back, everybody. It's uh, Darren and Randy once again. Obviously, yeah. who like it would be awesome if we had completely different hosts for the second portion just to completely fuck them up. Like, yeah, like what the <sighs> hell? <laughs> Would you guys even notice? Did you enjoy it? Let us know. I enjoyed this episode. I loved immensely. it. Immensely. Loved it. Everything that you were expecting in the first episode happened in this one. With and you talked about it. You called it. We called a couple things in in the uh, first portion um, where I was just like, "What do they just pray real hard?" You know, to and form Voltron to form Voltron. Maybe do we just want to go ahead and do the spoiler countdown and just talk about it? Let's do it. I can't wait. All right. So for the new listeners, we usually um, actually no, we are going to do our ratings first. Okay. We're going to do ratings, no spoilers, and then a spoiler countdown and spoilers. So. We failed to mention in the first portion our expectations going in, but our expectations of the whole series was in the first episode, so you can go back to episode 95. We both had high expectations for this series, and every episode has a high expectation attached to it as well. It does. What did you think, and what is your score? Also, what I failed to do, I'm doing really bad as a podcast host here, uh, over 100 episodes, and I still don't know how to fucking do my own show. So, our rating system for the new listeners goes from 0 to 11 0 is the worst, 11 being the best. 10 being basically, uh, you know, like a Rotten Tomatoes score of 100. And then 11 just blows that out of the water. So, we don't let Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb scores uh, sway our ratings. So, just know that going into it as well. What did you think of Some Assembly Required? Loved it. Me too. I haven't been on the podcast that long, and I want to give it an 11 Oh, your first 11 Wow. But I think it's going to get even better. Me too. I was going to say you got to leave room for improvement. Yeah. So I am seriously giving this a 10. If you wow. listen to episode 95, the first Voltron, yep. I was waiting for... I was just about to bring that up. The transition from the ship. Yep. To the lion. You called that in the first portion. And the lion into Voltron. And it yep. was in episode two. And some when it, required. That's, that's a little bit of a, of a spoiler, but not really. So I'll, I'll wait to touch on that. But when that scene actually happened, I was so happy. It brought like a kid back inside me. It was like, holy sh... Like a whole portion of my brain opened up these cartoon memories of this show <laughs> from back in the day. I was like, oh my God, I forgot about that. And yeah. I just watched it all over again. It made me feel like a kid. Sitting on the floor of the living Crazy, room. Crazy, dude. Maybe have your pajamas on. Eating cereal or some shit. Yeah. yeah, man. Totally. Looking at your sibling over there and you get so amped up. I was telling Darren, anytime the Voltron scene <laughs> yeah. would hit, my brother and I would we just start fighting, wrestling. We'd be so stoked up, just <laughs> ready to kill each other. We were so ready for Voltron to take over. Um, you had mentioned something. I had, you know obviously watched the first one with you, but I had no idea how much they sort of modernized Voltron as, as, as a robot. He lost a lot of weight. His torso is sort of... Do we say Voltron abs? 
Yeah, he's got Voltron abs, like these dark lines through his white torso. I had no idea how much they changed him. This is, is this is a this is a for real like brand new version of the Voltron that we know and love. It's a little bit more streamlined with a lot more angles. Yeah. Our our version is like a little bit more boxy, like Optimus Prime-ish a little yeah. bit. The new um, Voltron is slim, like sleek. He's slimmed down. Yeah, he's more modern looking. You mentioned, I'll, I'll hit on all the points on why I believe you gave this a 10. In, the, in episode 95, uh, the, first, the first episode of uh, 10. the Voltron Legendary Defender, you had mentioned, you know, no theme music. We didn't see an opening credit. Boom, you got that in, you got that in this episode. That was there. We didn't it see was... the transition from the castle to the lions. Boom, that was there. We didn't see... And then what I called was, you know, what did they just hope and pray real hard? But they actually had to basically learn how to work together as a team in this episode, which I'm going to talk to you more about after the spoilers, too, because there's other TV reviews that I want to do. There's just a lot of uh, a theme in my TV watching, my media consumption lately, that has a lot to do with family and it has a lot to do with teams and teamwork and, okay. and being... Uh, one cohesive unit. Yeah. And I think that... That was present in the episode. I think that that is a testament to how much media can affect us. If you consume nothing but negative, then I think you're going to produce negative. And if you, you know, surround yourself with good things and good vibes and good people, whatever you want to call it, then you will also produce good. You know? Yep. And this podcast has in some ways lost its way in that I started it out to let people know how easy it is to go and do your own thing to make you feel happy. And <clears throat> when I first started the show, I made a promise, I keep bringing this up, I, will, I, I won't stop doing this until it stops being fun or until there's zero listeners. There's not one podcast that has zero listens. Good. So I just kept going. Good. From a business standpoint, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> but that's not why I'm doing this. Yeah, eventually I want to figure out how something that I enjoy doing can also have the side effect of bringing me money. I'm, I'm doing something that I love, and if it has you know, an unexpected return monetarily, that's just bonus. You know, I'm not stuck in some cubicle... With someone hover, hovering over my shoulder for deadlines. That's tough. And being miserable. Because yeah. I did that. I had my quote-unquote dream job, and I was the most miserable person you've ever, you've ever met. Like, you've ever met. And just because you have your dream job doesn't necessarily make your dream come true. Because I found out that that, that was a nightmare job. Yeah. It I've... was not my dream. It was the exact opposite. I was working for someone else, making someone else all, 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 the, all of their money with all of my skills. Yep. So I just broke off and did my own thing. And there goes the old the OG Voltron as we speak. Screensaver. Yay. So, um, you know, and I just wanted to refocus in on that. Like, there might be somebody listening out there that, you know, doesn't have anybody to talk to or anybody to really float off any ideas or I don't want to say your friends, but if, if we can sort of fill that void... If you're in the middle of nowhere listening to us, then 
I think, mission accomplished. Thank you. You know? So, anyway, now that I got all fucking sentimental and shit... Email um, us. Email us if you are. We'll email you. Yeah, back. actually, that's Please true. Us. If, if we'll you're... We'll you, we'll follow you. We have some really strange stats that I go over uh, the numbers when we have some time to sort of study everything, and... We have listeners from places I've never even been to, some places I've never even heard of. They're genuine stats because SoundCloud doesn't give you like any, I don't know if I'm using the word right, ubiquitous information. They only give you like what's real and true. Love SoundCloud. Their stats are super on point, and I trust their stats. So I know that we have some listeners from some crazy places, and for that I thank you. I don't know why, but that just, that proves that if you really feel like doing something, like accomplishing something. Maybe going off the beaten path of the whole teamwork building thing. If you're by yourself and you want to and you have like this inkling to do something that makes you happy, then go do that. And eventually that will show you and manifest itself into a way for you to make a living off of what you love to do. So that doesn't it doesn't seem like work. Sometimes this is work. Yeah, I mean, I have to edit this together and put it together for 15 people to listen to. That's well, good work. That's fine, then. Hell yeah. That's fine. If it, makes, if, you, if it makes you guys happy and it makes you laugh, but also take that lesson and, and put it to your own life. Like, you don't have to go and make someone else happy, you know? I don't, I don't want to encourage anyone to, like, divorce their wives and, like, go to Ibiza just because I'm talking... Like, that's not what I'm saying. Like, that... Don't quit your job. Yeah, I mean, I did. I quit my job, but there wasn't anybody necessarily leaning on me or depending on me. I I was in a I'm in a place to where, you know, I had the I have the opportunity to go do this and see if it works out, and I took it. It might not be the best avenue for everyone. I'm not telling everybody to get up and quit their their dream jobs. I'm not saying that. Just find something that makes you happy, and if it can also make you money, then you can quit being miserable and do what you love and still make a living. That's the, that's the technology age that we live in. That's the beauty of, of, of everything, basically. But you can join your own metaphorically Voltron. Form your own metaphorical, metaphorical Voltron. <laughs> um, so what do I rate this, that being said? Hey, we'll bring it back around. I don't know where that tangent came from, but <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to let the new listeners know that, this, that that's how the origins of, of this show this podcast that you're listening to that's the origin of it i wanted to break away from the norm and do something late late in the game because i'm almost 40 i mean i've been doing this the podcast been around for five years as a fan i liked that it was you know uh that it was late and you know other things about it that was unique it was yeah it was but it was more like you know how I liked things, how I saw things. Right. It was genuine. Like it's. Well, I hope that other people see that, and and it and it keeps growing because I love how we've had seventeen plays, four likes, two reblogs, and two two reposts. Sorry, and two downloads on just this one Voltron episode. I think the other day we were doing stats and uh, Sherlock Holmes, the the podcast that I did this way before I met you. Yep. It had like something like three hundred and fifty something plays. God knows why, and then one of my highest one of my highest played episodes is like five hundred and something, and it's for um, 
Mr. Peabody and Sherman, like an, yeah, an, an animated movie. I love that. I love that I movie. It was it. great. Hell and yeah. the TV show back in the day. It is. Did you watch the movie? Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's good. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's really good, actually. And I, I love all the likes and the replays, but we want your tweets and your emails. Yeah, we want more interaction. Like, if you think that, if you, if, and if this isn't your cup of tea, fine. There's, a, there's literally a billion podcasts out there that you can listen to. But if you think that, you know, what we're doing is decent and you like it and it's entertaining, just shoot us a like or tell one of your friends because as much as we'd like this to be popular, we need way more help than just us sitting at a computer waiting for it to get popular. We have to actually, you know, interact with you guys and make sure that you're giving us feedback. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to change anything, but... I would like your feedback if I'm doing something that's completely, you know, and don't say change your voice because I can't. This is what I sound like. Get over it. Uh, that was my number one request. Ah, yeah. If you listen to this on SoundCloud, Can look me play? up. It's Headshot, H-E-D, Shot. Right? <laughs> it's H-E-D, Shot. So look me up if you like what I got. I'll check you out. I'll follow you. Yeah, you follow me. that's a good. That's a good thing too. You don't I'll repost have to, Voltron the episode there. You don't have to necessarily. Yeah, that's a good idea. We're we're looking into ways to like <clears throat> interact more with SoundCloud and getting into more groups, getting more exposure, um, and we would need help, you know, with you guys for that. So, so I think I'm. So we've got a ten for me. I have a number on yours. Yeah, I think I'm gonna give this one. Uh, Pressure. I want to say eight and three quarters. Oh. Yeah, I'm making up some shit now. That's <laughs> um, pretty low. Like, no, it's not low. This, it's almost a nine. Man, this met all my expectations. Everything. I think my expectations are different miss? than yours. Um, yeah, where did it miss for you? Maybe we should start there. You know what? You're right. I think that might be a little too low. Oh, I don't, don't change it. There had to be something that's... I thought it was. It is subjective. My, I thought it was a little too cornball with the mice again. Ah, uh, we need to talk about that. I, I just, I don't understand. I don't get it. And if you listen to the first episode, yeah. you know what? Yeah. Significance they played in. Right. Making everything worked out at the end. Without them, this wouldn't have happened. This episode wouldn't have happened. But really. Mice, do we, really, do we really need this? Subtly interacting with the mice. Yeah. Nothing major this you episode. Said, you said that you thought that they might be, you know... I'm calling import- it now. Yeah, <laughs> that, that they're like, a, like a, a really detrimental part of the story at some point. But so here's, right here's, now they're just pissing me off. Yeah, here's what we talked about. So, episode one, they played a big role in the outcome of this the show. Episode two, a few cameos along the way. And so I mentioned to Darren, hey, you know, we're seeing the mice as much as we are. Is this something that's going to come back, you know, the last episode of series one? Voltron's down. Everything's doom and gloom. You can't come back. We've all forgot about the mice because they haven't been shown for the last couple episodes, two episodes of the series. But So here they are. They pull something off. Voltron's back in the game. We're one up. We tear him down. Well, wait. Is it too early? <laughs> what you had said was to call that the mice are the actual, the real hero, and they're gonna take over. That's the twist for the whole series: is that the mice have been the paladins the whole time. Yeah, they're gonna take. Oh, series two. Then we start paladin season, of mice. We start season two with mice paladin. Episode one of <laughs> mice and men. 
It's going to be ridiculous. Uh, no. <laughs> if you haven't read that book, check it out. The movie's good. Oh, no. Of Mice and Mayhem. Oh, oh, God. Man. Dude, if they actually pulled that. We're going to have like a big retard Voltron. I would be so pissed. bunnies and shit. <laughs> I would be so pissed that I would actually watch that show. Just out of spite, out I would watch. I would watch pure, Vol, like yeah. Voltron and Mice Paladins. Damn! So let us know. <laughs> Nobody's gonna let you know anything. That's the most ridiculous. You like the Mice Paladins? Would you watch that show? Let no. us know. Um, Dude, I'd be disgusted. Just mockery the whole. So why are they there then? So okay, that's one of the reasons this isn't a perfect show for me. It's like it's the, gonna the be mice are back. They're a pivotal but I character. Loved, okay, so I guess. Um, you want to know about the episode? Yeah, we got to start. I guess we're going to do a spoiler countdown. We're going to talk about the stuff that we can't talk about because of spoilers. That's and what a spoiler is. We should mention how hot that Velma is. Yeah, what is she from? So if you want to know about Velma, wait after the alert. What is, what is that from? Is that a porn? Not porn. Okay. Stay tuned. All right. So after the spoiler countdown, we'll... Alright, so now we got spoilers. So, Velma from Scooby Doo, we're looking at this fucking wallpaper, right? Yeah, before we go to my screensaver, who was the music in the. That was Bond. Okay, that was Bond. No, no, that's just a spoiler countdown. So, it's just some generic. Yeah, it's it's like like a. It's like a. It it sounds. You know, back in in the old days when you started a a movie film, it would have the the five, four, three. So each one has a boop. Yep. That's basically what I edited in, and I could probably just use that because I just did it with my mouth. You should. So I was trying to give some props to Bond, but let's give it like two seconds if you want to cut it out. No, that's all good. Um, Yeah, he does the (laughs) he does the intermission music and the beginning and end bumpers. If you you want to call him that. It's good. But the uh, the spoiler countdown, it's like the cheapest, it's like the worst sound effect in, <laughs> in podcast history because I just stole it off of YouTube Hell from yeah. that old 54321 countdown. Love it. Um, so, Velma, what the fuck is up with that? So, we're looking at, we have the laptop up, my screensaver's going, mm-hmm. and I have, you know, Ezio, Assassin's Creed up, I have Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Everything that we're into at the podcast that we and then Velma from Scooby Doo pops and up, and then Velma, yep. So what is that from about? the live action Scooby Doo? Right. You know, Freddie Prince. Right, and, right. Is that her from the so, from the movie? Yeah. Oh, but what you don't know, Velma from that show, like she is smoking hot in that show. Uh huh. Like one and two, but she's also Samantha from Grandma's Boy. Badass movie. If you haven't seen it, check out Grandma's Boy. Wait, what? That is the same girl playing Velma from Scooby-Doo and also Scooby-Doo number two that plays Samantha, the boss, you know, of the video game company that comes in. Yeah. Is that her? That is the same girl from... No way. Yeah. Is that true? Yep, it is. I'm going to keep talking about it while you look this yeah, up. Yeah, what the so, fuck? Grandma's Boy. Yeah, Madison I mean, production. if you guys haven't seen Grandma's Boy, Jesus, what are you doing with your life? And if the main, like, 
What's her name? Do we know the what her real name is? The main character from that show is How I Live My Life. <laughs> so I just went to Dante's earlier. I've got some beer now. We're chilling. Right. So at this company where this guy works, the main character. Well, you can't talk. Like, don't spoil can, the movie for them. I'm not. I'm giving it the highlight. <laughs> consultant comes in. And this consultant. Linda Cardellini? Might be Linda C. It is. She comes in to manage the company, and she's this hot, you know, oh, unobtainable character in the movie. And so, she's also Velma Get in Scooby-Doo 1 and 2. So, Linda Cardinelli, how, like, she's not super famous, but she's really hot. Wait, she, how, was in, she was in Avengers Age of Ultron? Yep, and how versatile of an actress she is. Oh my is. god. Check it out. Grandma's Boy, Happy Madison Productions. And we all know Scooby-Doo 1 and 2. If you haven't seen it, they're cool. <laughs> I do not like those movies, to be honest with you. Ah. I think they're garbage. Tweet, but, us, tweet us and let us know. But I love, are they good or are they not I do good? love Matthew Lillard from SLC Punk. Yeah, SLC that's Punk That's another Comic-Con news is that SLC Punk 2 is coming out, but that's been coming out for years. What? You didn't know that? No. Yeah, Machine what? Gun, the, the rapper Machine Gun Kelly, <laughs> he's in it. Yeah. He plays, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to be shit, he's going to be the shit in that. <laughs> Um, Holy shit. I, it hasn't come up. So It hasn't come up for... Uh, oh, there it is. Grandma's boy. She plays Samantha. Samantha. Bam. Get the fuck out of here. Nailed the character name and the Wow. Video. Good job, dude. So it's, can we tie She is to... smoking hot, man. Yeah. And she looks super good in Grandma's Jesus. Boy. When she's busting out that song of doing karaoke at the house. That shit is funny, man. Oh. If you haven't seen Grandma's Boy, man, I mean, after you... After you just go watch that shit. That shit's funny. Well, it's, it's funny. It's stoner comedy though, so a lot of people really aren't into that. But but even if you're funny, not, it's funny. Like, yeah, it actually like shows a little bit of growth from Happy Madison. Mm-hmm. They have they start out slow. You have to introduce the characters, but it also builds to the climax. At the end, it comes back to a character previously right. mentioned. You know, and then they have a battle at the end, and it's good. I hate your face. <laughs> How did he see? How me? did he see me? <laughs> um, okay, so. Spoilers for this episode of... Jacked off on my Vol- What? What? <laughs> Voltron Legendary Defender. <laughs> Going back to the title, Some Assembly Required. Well, yeah, this is an episode on Voltron. Where we called it on the first one was... Or the first portion, rather, was when I said, oh, what do they just basically fly in formation and then pray real hard? That does actually happen in the show. And I called it. It was like... They were actually, like, super focusing in on it. They were having a lot of fun at first, and then they go through, like, this whole montage of how boring training is because they can't get Voltron to form. Different ways they actually try to get it taken care of. Right, but... Mishaps along the way. Then what I said was, during the episode, they had turned the castle's defenses, basically, against Voltron because they have to be, like... Basically, in panic mode, the the lions and the paladins have to be super focused. They have to be in peril and in unison with each other. All those three, maybe even more reasons, have to happen all at the same time in order for them to form Voltron. They have to hit that that, fight-or-flight instinct. That kind of already happened in the first episode. But now yep. they're trying to do it on purpose. They have to 
At and will. That, right, at will. And that was the key, I think, to this episode. Yeah, they already did it. And me, I was like, well, that's stupid. They already did it. Well, no, they have to be able to do it on, on purpose every single time. Yep. You know. It was a surprise the right. first time. Yeah, it was a surprise the first time. They all had to do it out of sheer, you know, necessity. Now they'll have to do it on call and yep. know how to do that every single time. Yep. So you're like basically finding your chi and what that space feels like in that moment in time and pull that up every single time you need to form this big ass robot. Yep. What so, I like about it is they didn't make it boring and to explain all that that mm-hmm. we just went through, they did it in seven to eight cool minutes of right. scenes and they were like the funny scenes. I liked mistakes. there was a lot of comedy in this episode. Yeah. A lot of comedy. With Hunk was... at the beginning. Okay, so one of the cool things, which is the spoiler that I was talking about before, you gave this episode a 10 because you liked how it brought in, first of all, we got a theme song. How, how cool was the and intro? Cool intro. And then the sequence of actually going from the castle to the robots. It was awesome. Let's talk about yeah. it. They drop down a tube. So, they, so they, they, go down, they, go down, they go down an elevator first. Yep. Right? A long elevator. A long elevator. The elevator door opens. Circular elevator. There's a, yeah, it's like a tube, like you were talking about. You got yep. your tube. Then the elevator door opens, and you basically have these handles in front of you. It's a fucking zip line. You grab on out you of the elevator. grab on the zip line. You fly fast as fuck down this tube. All lit up, sweet, yep. you know, like uh, that gay-ass movie. <laughs> <laughs> Tron, like Tron style, you know. <laughs> Uh, we also did it. We also did a podcast on Tron. Go check that out. I wasn't there. That's hilarious. But it, the tunnels lit up all Tron yep, style. Yep. You're zooming through here. Then they go. You drop from off the, the zip line into a shuttle. A cool little like. It's like a mini. Yeah, it's like a shuttle. Know, like a little. It is. It's a, a personal badass air like fighter jet shuttle. Yeah. Personal then size. that goes down yet another tube. Tron lit up. Tron lit up. Gay ass movie. And then they. Does that shuttle jet thing go directly into the cockpit? The cockpit, the fuselage. Yeah, so they're not even getting out at this point. Yep. Like it just takes they're them to it. They're in, ready to roll. And Hunk even makes a joke about it because he, the he's so fat that his <laughs> zip line stops working halfway halfway down and he falls off of it. He loses his grip, falls off. So the he's zip late line. to the party, basically. Getting to like where they're all waiting in formation and whatnot, and he's the yellow line. And he even makes a joke about it. He's like, "Can't they park these things closer to the castle? Like, yeah. do we have to go through this every single time?" Because he falls off his zip line. But that makes a good point. This is his shuttle. If it's so important, why put them so far away? Why not just directly down <laughs> into a fucking elevator and you're there? Because that would make a cool cut scene. I guess not. And that's the part where you want to punch your brother in the face. Which is when why you're this doesn't get old. a perfect score for me. It's like, yes, this is all very cool. Practicalities of it. The practicality of it, because at the very beginning... Wait, how many practicalities can you have forming Voltron? I know, it's stupid. I know it's stupid. The logic isn't there. It's a big-ass lion robot. (laughs) It's a lion robot. And I'm complaining about how they get to their fucking ships. I get it. But they themselves, at the very beginning of the show, were talking about necessity. You have to do this fast. Like Part of the comedy was like, oh, oh, you have to sell it, princess. They don't believe that we're in danger. Oh, no! The princess's head fell off, and now her, she's trying to talk to me. What is it, princess? Like you get, like it was super funny, but they were trying to be like, okay, you have to, you have to take less time 
than a minute and a half to get out of bed and into like only one of you is in uniform right now. And that was an so emergency if, drill. Right. If happened. you're gonna set up a premise for them to be quick about it and then show yeah. us this twenty minute segment <laughs> as, as to how they get into their fucking ships, then that continuity right there is already broken. Like the 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 one thing you set up for us, you're breaking that rule, you know? And I might be looking way too deep into it. But otherwise it would that's be a, true it would be a perfect show, but it's a fucking great sequence. It is, and that's why you had to put it in there because it was cool and it gets you amped up and oh shit, you know what's coming? Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, and so it, you know, I you I can't really... just have them like, let me strap on my tennis shoes here, <laughs> right? Let me tie a double knot this time and hurry and run to jump into the lion and. I mean, they are, so they are they are so they are so on a grandiose scale so big these ships they're huge they are massive so they have to be stored far away because i mean we saw in the first episode that the lions can be outside of the castle and still look and still be massive yeah but the thing that houses these massive robots have to be even bigger right when so we had the black that's why lion. they're so far away and even though you know they're saying you know you have to be faster because it takes you 30 seconds through these tubes and zip lines to get... So you have to be faster coming out the gate because it takes 20 seconds just to get there. Yeah, that makes sense. So, And they are massive. I mean, where are you going to park them? You know, we had access and we borrowed the Black Lion. We parked it in my garage and it just destroyed the garage. There's floor. no garage left. Yeah, so right. it's just, you know... They might be going miles away to get into these lines. That... I like the sequence where... Where they try to like physically stack on top of each other, and Hunk was trying to be the head. He's like, "Is he going to be the head every time?" Like, of course he is, you idiot! <laughs> like, that's funny. They're playing, you know, cheerleader pyramid. They're just yep. standing on each other. So um, the guy that plays uh, Koran, um, Reese Darby, the the hilarious the redhead yep. that I showed you, he he, I can't tell if Hunk is supposed to be the comic relief or if he is. Ah. Because they're constantly cracking jokes. That's why I like it. Like Hunk's like your slapstick comedy. Like, oh, I tripped over a banana peel. Right. Zing. <laughs> right. And then, you know. Which we actually saw. You said, you, you said it yourself. Before the opening credits even stopped rolling, Chunk fell twice. Or Hunk fell twice. Yep. I did confirm it is Hunk. Yep. Before the executive director is even right. named, you know, he's on his ass. Well, he's on his stomach, but and that's why I like it. You know, it's and then he gets stuck down. He gets stuck down the shaft. Like yeah. he has to walk walk there, and he's late to the formation. Yeah, we're this badass thing, but we have to work at it. Mistakes happen. Right. It's it not shows too serious and it's yeah. a cartoon about some bad. You know. Yeah. I don't know, man. The mice but, are going to take over the world, and it's so good. <laughs> I just am I wrong about the mice, man? Because come on, I don't I don't really see a, a purpose for them. Beyond the first episode, getting into tiny places and fixing shit. Yeah. Because didn't they say that the princess had a bond with the mice too? She can control them. There was something there, like yeah. Because remember, Crown was like, royal, like he was like trying real hard. She's like, "What are you whatever. doing?" He's like, "I'm trying to make them make me a sandwich." Yeah. Remember that joke? Yeah. So in some way, shape, or form, she can control mice. It's yeah, like that's... it's fucking weird, man. I don't like. I don't. I don't really like it that much. That but, was pretty um, weird. If Linda Cardinelli could let us know what she thinks about it, <laughs> you know, that'd be great. 
I can't believe it. I can't believe that's the same person. She's right? she's smoking hot in Grandma's Boy, man. Ridiculous hot. Yeah, dude. I wish I could remember that song. I think it's Push It that she's singing, song. but I'm is not it? sure. Push it real good. Push it real yeah. good. I think it is. I think that's what she's singing. That's she hilarious. Tears it up. Yeah, Yo, you guys got to watch Grandma's Boy. I don't know why this is turning into a Grandma's Boy podcast, but it's that good of a movie. Yeah. When, I live, maid, when I live with my brother. Jonah Hill and the Milkmaid is there. Yeah, like that's true. If you don't know what that is, check it out. Anyway, but this Voltron um, was great. Do we have anything left to say about this Voltron? Can't wait for episode three, dude. Okay, I want to see him. Fight we haven't now. even talked about. Want to see him fight? We'll talk about this real quick. One of the biggest reveals so far in the series is not only the bad guy Zarkon or whatever the fuck his name is. But now he's got some sort of zombie version robot. Yeah, like his evil. answer. He's got like some, his answer to Voltron. But do you think it's it's just as big because it didn't look as big as Voltron? It didn't, but all Zarkon stuff is in a huge scale. Yeah, he's got. You say how cool how cool all of the bad guy shit is. Yep, and so I think this thing might when they unveil it, whatever it is. We saw a glimpse of it. Um, he has like he has control of like some kind of ogre, and then he has this robot zombie thing whose face is like half flesh. I think it's a cyborg of some kind. Yep, it's not but just I think we'll a robot tower. Voltron. You think so? When they unveil it. Okay. Because they're going to turn Voltron, you know. Yeah, we definitely have to talk about the bad guys because that's one of the reasons it got such a high score for me is because the 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 end, the very end scene is a great cliffhanger. It's like, I want to watch the third one right now, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and review the shit out of that, too. So as we build up Zarkon as this powerful force, Voltron's the hero. Right. They're and learning how to get their shit together. He's putting an army together because he knows what they're capable of now. Yep. And, but we've still got to keep him as an underdog. And he's evil as fuck because he, he, he actually, they don't show it, but he actually killed somebody in this episode. Remember he was like, uh... Who, Pidge? No, um... Pidge killed somebody in episode two? No, no, no. Zarkon. Zarkon did. The soldier that told him the bad news about Voltron. Zarkon he killed did the messenger. kill somebody. He killed the messenger. Yep. He's like, well, it became, it became uh, too much of a thing, so we had to retreat. He was the same guy, the soldier from the first one. He's like, this is becoming too much. We got to get the fuck out of here. Yep. If, I'm not, if I'm not remembering it correctly. No, you're right. So basically he goes and tells him the bad news and he, they, they, take, <coughs> they take him away to kill his ass. They don't show you that. They don't like, show you, you the gotta brutal. Get rid of, yeah. yeah. I was like, wow, that's actually pretty. Uh... And there is this very cool sequence too. Another reason it got a high score is when the head, the head leader fuses on purpose with his robot. Yep. It had this like half lion, half human face kind and of. Gonna, yeah. And he was like super focused and, and drawn in and they started sharing basically his version, his vision of what the lion could see. He wasn't using the screens as input anymore. He was actually using what the lion saw as his own sort of vision like vr yeah, almost. they could feel each other yeah yeah so i thought that was really cool um i don't think they showed any of the other they didn't actually form voltron to fight in this episode they didn't and yet where you're going i wanted to finish was the black lion was uh -huh. he was the only one they showed that actually conceived that consciousness with right know. that's what i'm saying so are we to assume the other ones already have 
Or is that where episode no. three is going? That's, I think um, they're going to just continue with the training and make sure that everyone learns how to control it, like you said, at will. Like, they all have to be able to fuse with their lions, find that special place every single time, like clockwork. They have to train to find that zen, get hooked in with their lions, and then get hooked in with each other. And we did see one of the paladins struggle. Yes. Connecting with their zen. That's a good thing to talk about. So you were talking about how the green uh, pidge... Oh, he was your least favorite. One. He is my least favorite. He's got the most baggage out of anyone there. Yeah, he, he does, the he most, have, He's the most relatable, as you were talking he about is. before. He's got some struggles. He's got, you know, a girl he misses at home. No parents. Yep. He's trying yes. to find his parents. He Feels really doesn't have a alone. family. Yep. Feels all alone. He's lost the only one he loved. And he can't... We still don't know what's up with his girlfriend. But he's highly intellectual. Yep. So there's something deeper here where somebody that intellectual well, is going to let that's actually that true. harm take over. That's actually true in real life. And there's a, to get in the way. There's an equation for it. The higher your IQ, which is your intelligence quotient, the lower your EQ, which is your emotional quotient. So there are a lot of very smart people out there that have a really hard time dealing with the social aspect of life. They're all shut-ins. They don't really know how to communicate with other people because they're so smart that their yeah. emotional... A level isn't there. It has to be developed. So that's and what I we're talking about where, with, yeah. with Pidge. Like that's where it is. The he, he's socially is. awkward, and he's yep. relatable to all those people that are watching, the kids out there who might not have parents, the kids out there that are feeling alone and nerdy because they're so smart they don't know how to deal with the social world. People that like, like the color green. Fuck. You know? I like, yeah, I, like, words. I like green. There's a lot of... He doesn't. <laughs> I'm a super nerd, and I'm socially <laughs> awkward, so I, I relate to that I think yep. but that's on purpose they're doing that on purpose yeah, these other people sense. right these other people have a drive as well they, they know what's driving him and they even touched on it a little bit it's like I'm not going home until we find my parents and we can't go to earth if there's no earth to save so ultimately we have to go to war to protect the one thing that we want to do most and it's to go home yep that's the basis for everything so we've already established Voltron's got a weak point have we? Pitch. When it comes down to it, is he going to lose focus? Ugh. And Zarkon's got some ans- his answer to yep. Voltron. And that's where we left off. So let's see where episode three goes. Yep. The demise of Pitch. No. They're not going to get... Rise of Voltron. <laughs> they oh, can't... Rocky. Let me see. They oh, can't... <laughs> they can't kill a major... They can't kill a major character. You remember how Bowie would do that in well, two episodes? Well, we do have to find out where they're going to introduce the female paladin, so somebody has to go. Right? Yeah. If, they, if the they end up doing that. But we already did establish they're replacing the originals. It's a continuation, yes. so it doesn't have we to be We were right the about same. that. Correct. Thank you for bringing that up. We, we In the first uh, episode um, of Voltron, not the podcast, episode 95... We talk about whether this is a reboot or a continuation. This is definitely a continuation. They reference the Voltron, our childhood Voltron, multiple times in the first episode and again in the second episode. So we know that they're they're not the first. They're not, and they're not the original. And they're not the original. They're replacing them. So so that's very apparent. Like, that's a message from DreamWorks to the OG fans like us of the original. Is like, hey, we're not shitting on your childhood. This is a continuation of it. Just 
strap yeah. in and enjoy the ride. So that answers everything about our there pink it is. one. I mean, like you know, will will we get a pink one? What do you say? Nope. I don't say we. I don't think we're we going to keep either. the princess separate. They also did we're something. Have some alpha male issues. Yep, we already a have link, a weak link. We already have alpha male issues in this episode. Enemy. Hunk showed a little bit of fear. He pulled out of the formation. He did. The two uh, alpha males were so competitive they both crashed because they were too stupid to turn because they wanted to get there first. Yeah, they were playing chicken and neither one of them gave up. Right, crashed. Um, that's when green one pulled out too early. Yep, which is usually my Cage. problem. Oh, zing <laughs> on my leg. I think that's it, though. I mean, basically, that that boils everything down. What I, the last thing I wanted to say was that they did sort of put the princess in her place. She ain't the princess of shit. All her family's dead, right? Right. She's the princess. She's got. Of, she's got Koran and the castle. That's it. Yeah, of the fallen civilization. So, so if you like the show, they put, let her, us know. they put her in her place. They're like, they you're did. not the princess. You're not the boss of me. They did. They, what, you, the, the only thing you're princess of is the five people in this room right now. And then she showed them how and the mice works. Right. So she was protected. Like there you go. Um, that's it for this yes. episode of A Week Late. How much did you like episode two? Some assembly required. Let us know. Tweet us at A Week Late. Facebook.com slash A Week Late Podcast. They are starting to do the ats on Facebook too. You can search just A Week Late and it'll pop up. SoundCloud.com slash A Week Late. You can go to weekly.com to find the same feeds download your own for free tell your friends you can hit us up questions comments things we missed fans.aweeklate at gmail.com I think that's it my name is Darren aka analysis 49 I'm Randy thanks for listening and we will see you a week ago cheers cheers